Drag has been a culture I've skirted around for most of my life, except that one time on the third floor of a strip club in Guadalajara. Unfortunately, mi español podría usar trebeo. In other words, I didn't really understand what was going on. So I decided to try again by going to drag in the lobby, right here at little old Malaspina Theater. I have a well-invested joy of, in drag, and you are only a baby drag I'm lover. I'm a baby drag boy, and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this is my sister Oshu, who I brought along to be my resident expert on drag. So can you tell me what just happened? So we just watched a fundraiser drag show, which is pretty much the same as a drag show, except you know, fundraising, which is wonderful. A lot of the proceeds probably also go to the stars, but we luckily get to raise money for other folks and hopefully aspiring artists in the future. This whole show was put on as a collaboration between drag queen Darian Tolerance, who we'll hear more from later, and the Positive Space Alliance, which is a VIU committee who seek to raise awareness of diversity in sexual orientation and gender identity by putting together events like Drag in the Lobby, painting rainbow staircases, and maybe a Mario Kart tournament. Anyway, Osha, I heard this was an all-ages show, so not quite as raunchy as normal drag shows. What's different? As in the show, they probably, well, they did state, they are very good about talking about it, but there's this whole consensual touch stuff that happens, and because this is an all-ages show, likely less lap dances, but nonetheless, still wonderful, always welcome, and yeah, so this is this is the, a good baby step in for you, that's for sure. We're standing to the side of the stage, catching the performance around the corner, but I wanted a better vantage point, so I navigated my way into the crowd. The place was lit up with strobing rainbow LEDs, and clubby bass-boosted anthems were pounding in the background. I found myself talking to a tall, dark, handsome stranger who was set up in the corner at the back of the audience with a tablet hooked up to the sound system. I asked him what went into putting together a drag show from behind the curtain. Yeah, um, well, it definitely has a more unique vibe for it. My family and my friends go to these types of shows and a lot of them are very, I find it very close combined spaces because they're more welcoming people into the community, especially with people who are wanting to get into drag or anyone who's familiar or part of like LGBTQ, for example. You know, I find drag nowadays is one of the most welcoming uh, environments to go into, whether you're, whether you're, you know, part of the LGBTQ or not. You know, I'm not part of the, that community, but I respect the hell out of everything that they do, do here, uh, not just as a person. It takes more balls than me to just do stuff, stuff like that, that's for sure. Then a frizzy-haired photographer in a pink jumpsuit crossed our path and took some shots of the colorful crowd. Cool fit, I said. Oh, thank you, I appreciate that. No, I, uh, people usually turn up really nicely to these events in Vancouver, so I figured I would bring my own part of Vancouver to the show. So what were you focusing on with the photography? Uh, just getting pictures uh, for the queens, actually. So they have pictures of, of themselves because they don't always have a friend at the shows with them. That's how they promote themselves a lot of the time is getting uh, different kinds of content, pictures, video, um, so they can post online and promote themselves and, and, and reach more people online. Uh, so a lot of the times they come here by themselves because it's, it's, uh, they're just trying to get more gigs. So it's good if you have someone who can uh, take photos of everyone or if you're ever at a drag show and you take pictures or videos, uh, send them to the performers. They always appreciate it. Next, I went to find the host of the show, Darian Tolerance. She was standing a foot above the crowd in platform heels, wearing a blonde bob and thigh-high white dress. She surveilled the crowd, soaking up confidence from the success of the show. How did that go? 
It was so fun. It was so fun. We it was we had amazing performers that totally killed it, and the audience was super receptive and amazing and loud and yeah, it seemed like everyone had an amazing time. When did you start doing drag? I started in uh, March, March of 2022. Like since theater was kind of non-existent with the pandemic, I kind of wanted to have another creative outlet and I've been wanting to do drag forever and once I came to terms with my gender, um, I was like, let's do it, let's kill it. So, cause I'm from Nanaimo and so I'm able to do a bunch of events here and really get this community out, which they don't always get events here in Nanaimo, so I'm super happy to be able to host. I collaborated with the Positive Space Alliance on it. I was one of the producers. All These are all people that I knew previously from doing shows or just from life. What makes Nanaimo's drag scene stand out to you? I think the thing with Nanaimo drag is that well, we definitely could have much more performance venues, performers, so I would... The one thing I'm hoping for Nanaimo Drag is that it just keeps growing and that more people take a chance and go out there and find themselves in performance and take a chance on being vulnerable because it is really fun and it lets you learn a lot about yourself. Where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh, in five years. I'm an actor as well, so I've been able to kind of readjust my relationship in terms of my worth to that. And so starting drag, really wanted to approach it in a healthy way so that knowing that my value isn't dependent on the art. So I'm just gonna keep doing it to have fun and to keep uh, touching people, moving people, better choice of words. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just trying to create a community where there's a lack of it or just to create more community. What's been the highlight of your drag career? I would say my highlight, I just recently performed in the Shine Community Fundraiser and it is a fundraiser where we raise a bunch of money for mental health. And I'd say so far that I got to wear a fun little gown and everything. So that's the first time I got to do that. So that's definitely my highlight so far. Oh my gosh, well we probably saw each other a few times walking past. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to say to people who want to get into drag? If you want to start doing drag, I would say do it for you. Don't do it for to get famous, don't do it for anyone else. Do it to promote your own expression and don't listen to what people have to say because everyone has an opinion just like assholes. So, yeah. I let Darian get back to her eager fans and went to lay an ambush near the entrance of the green room for the next king, queen, or drag thing that came my way. Uh, my name is Olive Visti. I use uh, he, they pronouns. Olive was fresh from his performance, still catching his breath, sweaty but energized by the crowd and eager to be interviewed. Uh, I started doing drag about uh, four, three, four years ago, basically, in Calgary, actually. Okay. So I've been all over the place. Across the country, I've been performing. Awesome. So. Have you been feeling like you're getting more famous as you travel around? Especially when I go back home, yes, they're like, oh, you're the traveling drag king, oh, hello, nice, awesome. but definitely uh, the traveling has given me a little bit of notoriety, I yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah, so. you let it go to your head, or it's, are you just powering you forward? I, it's, it's powering my ego a little bit, and I um, am still humble, at least. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Where do you see yourself going from here? From here, I think definitely going to keep producing, going to keep... Um, performing, going to keep elevating uh, non-binary drag is my main thing. What do you want to see more of in Nanaimo's drag scene? Um, I definitely want to see a lot more BIPOC performers, especially on the island. Um, I don't see enough, and I'd love to see more people just get out there and see themselves on stage and be able to feel themselves be represented. You heard it from Queen Darian. Now you'll hear it from the king. If you want to get into drag, 
just do it because you're going to be scared of shit. Yeah. You're going to be scared and <laughs> you have to do it and bite the bullet because the only way you do it is just by going to amateur shows and going into the shows where you're getting tips only for once and stuff like that, but you work your way up. Thanking all of this tea for his time, I let him get back to the green room. Then I slotted another Nanaimo star, Cash. I found them out front, catching some air and talking to fans and friends. Cash's routines were some of the best received of the night, and no wonder. They included flips, cartwheels, and other acrobatics, combined with a passionate but aloof disregard for the tips that were literally thrown their way. You've been throwing your cash all over the stage. <laughs> <laughs> is that a common thing you do? Yes. Um, typically, I go a little wild, but this is because this is an all-ages show, I've been t taming it a little bit, which is saying something, because I already... <laughs> wasn't really tame on stage. Um, I'm fairly known in the, in the Vancouver scene as well, so I've also learned quite a bit from the Vancouver performers as well. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so yeah, I, it's kind of one of my favorite things to do, and it, you know, it makes good money when I do it. So. How close is the community of drag performers in Nanaimo? I, every performer here, with the exception of Bua, um, I've performed with at least once. Uh, I perform with Olivia Leeds quite frequently um, over at the Terminal Bar. Um, and then Darian, I've done some shows with Darian. Uh, we've done like a drag brunch together. We have a show happening at the vault in November that Darian's part of. It's called Eat the Rich. So um, yeah, so that's gonna be a really uh, good one. That one is happening November fifth. November fifth. So stay tuned. This is this is Sage. This is also a drag performer. They go. They I go, go by Tyler or or Nick sometimes if I'm feeling you know femme. Do most queens have multiple personas? Most queens have multiple personalities. Oh, but like. <laughs> I mean, some, some of them. Some performers do. Um, I've had quite a few personas, but I don't go back and forth from personas. My, I started off, my first drag name was Misfit, and then um, and then my second drag name was Levy Rose, and then uh, I felt that I was getting myself kind of stuck in a box, um, and like I wasn't really able to explore gender. Um, so I decided to go by Cash, because it's very non-binary, and I can kind of like explore. Like, as you can see, like, my armpits are, I've been shaving my armpits or anything, so, I mean, that's what drag is all about. It's about exploring gender and, and seeing what, what feels comfortable to you and what doesn't feel comfortable to you. Yeah. What got you into drag? Uh, I think I just started wearing a little too much eyeliner in high school, and now we're here. Oh, I honestly, like, I just kind of started playing around with my friend's makeup, and then uh, I started, like, like, in high school, I, I wore a makeup in public like not like yeah. this but I like wore a lot of eyeliner and eyeshadows and stuff like that and then uh, I don't know if you know Vicky Smudge but she's a performer that used to perform quite frequently in Nanaimo she's retired now she's old um, <laughs> so wow. but then she was like oh yeah like you, you would be like a really good drag performer and I said okay like, why not so then I started like practicing and practicing um, and then throughout the years I've owned like multiple drag production companies um, and like I performed all over the island. I've even performed in Mexico um, a couple times. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I definitely um, enjoy. Like I have a background in cheerleading, and I have like a background in like gymnastics and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like in high school getting snaps from you. Like, do I look like a trap? Is this? Does this makeup look like? Do I look like a girl? Do I look like a girl? And I was like, Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> like when you were like baby drag. Like and you then, look like an ugly girl. <laughs> well, I didn't say it, but I mean, you. This one got me into drag, kind of, because I went to 
went to their shows and I was like, fuck, okay. I mean, I'm gender spicy. I want to dress like a boy. Actually, um, this upcoming Monday, I'm moving to Vancouver full time to pursue entertainment. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a very big step in my career, that's for sure. Um, I am not only a drag performer, but I'm also a burlesque performer. I write rap music. I've done stage acting, film acting. I've done stand-up comedy. Um, I've done modeling. Is it common in the drag scene to have a lot of different talents that you're using on stage and off stage to combine with your career? A lot of performers have other talents and they try and find ways to kind of incorporate that. Not, Of course, not every performer is like that, but there are a lot of performers that kind of incorporate different things. Like, for example, I incorporate a lot of um, the stuff I learned from cheerleading in my numbers. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of, it really depends from person to person. I'd taken enough of Cash's time and didn't want to spend all of the Nav's expense account on just one interview, especially on my first day at the job. So I went back inside and found one last king to question. The Robin Wood. I've got my little fangs in. The Robin Wood? Yeah, I'm the Robin Wood. I use he, him pronouns in drag and she, her, he, him out of drag. How should a total drag newbie use pronouns? Uh, typically, if, if you are talking to somebody in drag, it is a good idea to ask what their pronouns are in drag. Uh, and then depending on what you want and how much you want to get to know them, feel free to ask them out of drag because it is often that they might be different. How do you feel the show went? Really good. It was really nice to come back. I went to a university here, and so it was really nice to see some friends and some classmates who are here uh, that I haven't seen in a long time, who are still doing different programs and are like continuing their education. It was just like, yeah, absolutely wonderful to see familiar faces. And then I also just love doing drag in scenarios where there are younger folks who might not be able to come out to a club show, uh, because I kind of think it's more inspiring. They're more attentive, they're more there for it, they're more interested in the art that's being provided versus a bunch of people that you're like kind of just peddling drinks to. Having no experience with this raunchy side of drag, I asked for details and oh boy did I get them. Apparently there are these fake penises called Packers. That are very realistic. Uh, and so that's an absolute joy. One of mine is pierced uh, through the ball and I'll do like a circus act where I like lift stuff up with my balls. It's really stupid. <laughs> I have another one that's like pretty infamous uh, by the band Little Big called Big Dick, uh, where I have two dicks, one on the front and one on the back, and then they fight. Um, so yeah, just shit that uh, is inappropriate to bring to an all-ages stage. I do really like, I will typically look at what the format of the show is and choose numbers that I think will be highly successful. So like if it's like a raised stage, I will do something that is a little bit more like on-stage work that's bigger, bolder, things that I can do that are easy to see. I have one um, where I have flow fans, fans with like huge drapes of fabric uh, that I can move in like really beautiful ways, which is like really fun for like a raised stage. Whereas for a show like this, where like the audience is really accessible, um, I've done a lot of clowning. And so like, it's really nice to like get into people's faces a little bit and like start having like these interactions in the crowd where like, um, not only am I performing, but the audience is starting to dictate how I'm performing and what I'm doing and like where I'm going. Uh, and thus, it keeps it just from being this like rehearsed number that I'm just like doing. Uh, and it becomes something that's like actually for the people who are there. I left that night feeling satisfied with my experience and glad to know that there's a place in Nanaimo's culture for a thriving drag community. I wanna know my name so badly cause I want this whole block. Fit my 